Today I'm gonna read about Deep Water by Wet Key. And today I'm gonna read chapter 4. I pulled myself down to the lee side of the tank to get out of the current. Then I knelt on the seafloor, grabbed my gauge console and got a reading from the compass compass when i got my bearing i withdrew my knife hold it before my and kicked kicked towards the other tank the current was coming at my sideway so i had to keep my stomach low and stab the knife into the sand to keep from getting sweat away in the manner. I managed to locate the south tank after a few minutes. It was it was clouded with snapper grub, trigger fish and smaller reef reef fish of all size and color. There could be no questions that the Jordans were getting that what they paid for. I saw what looking like Miss Jordan about thirty feet away taking a lane sna- snapper of her spear and running his fish straight through it gills. I didn't see Shan. I was an such I saw a trace of bubbles of to my left, I started the way, and it wasn't long before I was shamed. Chasing an um, embraject, I stood and trapped my tank with the butt of my knife. But he didn't look at me. I checked my watching guide console again. It'd been down 90 minutes, minutes and I had to... 30 of my air left. Plenty of time, I told myself. I watched Shan shook and missed the gun resemble a crossbow. Except in place of what of the bow, there were their rubber band as thick as my thumb. Those bands probably a four foot steel spear that was attached to the 15-foot-long cable. Shane retrieved the spear and resetted it on the gun as he struggled to recook the rubber band. I made my way over to him. I trapped him on the shoulder and he looked at me. I pointed down at my watch and signaled seven minutes with my finger. He ignored me now and turned his attention back to the spear gun. I didn't know what else to do, so I decided it was best to return and keep an eye on the anchor. I could no longer see the north tank from where I was, so I studied my campus and tried to work backwards too. Get an accurate Heading. I knew I'd 
going south and then and go off to my left which would have been easier so I determined I needed a northwest heading heading from my return but as soon as I started in the direction I realized oh unders underestimate the current and I was almost swimming directly against it this time I kicked furiously and stabbed my knife into the sand to pull myself along but it was nearly impossible and I left myself breathing heavily and using up air at an alarming rate. I started and kicked stabbed uh, and kicked into until finally I had to stop the undress. I looked at my watch, 16 minutes. I had four, min- four minutes to get back to the anchor and star- start up. Not going to make it. I began to play out scenery in my head, visualize that I could be like if I had to surf act without the anchor rope. I could be swamped a mile away while I was making my safety stop. If I could even control my safety stop, it was hard to maintain a current death without something to hold on to, especially in such a strong current at the moment I needed to climb down and try to make it to the armchair. Despite all my years of scuba diving, this was the first real emergency I'd ever faced. But it was a situation like this that had trained me for, and I suddenly found my life depending on everything I thought me. The number one rule in a diving emergency, don't panic. The more you panic, the more your air, air your breathe, and the more bad decision you make. I told myself to climb down and focus on reaching the anchor. I began moving my legs steadily against the current and pulling my knife into the sand. In the methodical way, one foot at a time. I made progress. My eye trained on where I thought the tank should be, and slowly it came into focus. Once I saw it, I got a burst of energy and kicked with everything I had. I knew I would be outside of 20 minutes, but as long as I had the anchor rope to hold on, hold on to I could control additional stops my mind raced as I tried to really expect how long we made our safety stop and I on a deco dive last summer but then I was directed by something else when I was about 20 feet away I realized all my fears about the dive that day were coming true the anchor was gone. For a moment, I was in disbelief. 
I thought maybe I'll circle the back to the wrong tank. I jacked my knife into the sand and grabbed my Yug console. It showed it was still heading in the right direction. Then I looked up again and studied the seafloor down current of me. I saw fine faint drag marks in the sand telling me for quarantine that the anchor had sprung sprung loose. I glanced at me my watch. Thirty minutes had passed. My body was ser- seriously studied with nitrogen gas. I checked my air gauge and my heart skipped a beat when I saw that 34 of my air was gone. I had to start by accident more immediately and I had to try not to panic. I looked for the Jordans but they were nowhere in sign. Get out of here, I thought. I pressed my inflator button to inject air into my BCD and felt myself beginning to rise slowly off the seafloor. I saw the sand replace race beneath me as the current took hold and swept me along. I hold the gauge console before my face, 90 feet, 8 feet, the sand place soon blurry into a blank flat plain of yellowish brown i tried not to think about how far i was being swept from the dive side i kept reminding myself to breathe slowly and maintain a controller controlled ascent as I neared 40 feet, I decided to make my first safety stop. I let air out of my BCD until I was having to kick to keep from sinking. It was only then I realized how tired my legs were, but to be current that all the nitrogen nitrogen was out of my bloodstream, I knew I had to stay there for the last 10 minutes. I checked my ear gauge. I was alarmed to see only one eight supply reminding. I pulled a little more air back into my BCD so I didn't have to kick so much. Keeping my eye on the death gauge for what seemed like an and currently, I hovered there trapped in a dead zone of liquid space being swept helps, helplessly farther and af- farther away. My compass, compass showed I was moving to the southeast. I didn't want to look at my air gag again. It was only worry me and make me breathe faster. When my watch finally showed that I'll stay 10 minutes, I kicked up to 20 feet and stopped again. At the shallow water, shallow death, I'd use my ear at a slower rate. 
but I knew I didn't have enough at least the 20 minutes I needed. I only hoped that Deco's stop at 40 had been enough. After 8 minutes, I felt my ear running out. It feels like trying to breathe through a stool. I waited another 2 minutes until I was practically holding my breath. Then I kicked for the surface. I was suddenly transported from the world of clicks and bubbles and hissing air into a world of sunlight and crispy sound. The first thing that flashed through my mind was that none of my joints hurts. I felt fine if I had the bends. It was only a mile cause or it hadn't yet set in. Then I look around. The gulf was rough than I remembered. I kicked to peer above the waves and saw, th- saw nothing but blue water. Clear to the horizon, it in every direction. I'd never dropped a weight belt before, but now that once... I was on the surface. It was the first thing to go. In an emergency, I had to get as bay out as possible. I unclipped the belt and let it sink into the depths. Then I fully inflected my BCD by blowing to the manual and flipped her mouthpiece. Finally, there was nothing to do but float there and wonder what had happened to our boat and the Jordans and how long it would take before something found me. Okay.